Hello, listeners. It's me. It's Michael. And today's episode is uh, going to be our last episode from the anime IRL miniseries. And um, I just want to thank you all so much for sticking with us during this little reprieve from Gundam. It was nice for us to kind of get that just little break from watching a ton of episodes and doing that more analytical or more of like involved um, kind of watching of something. Whereas this was just a little bit more freeform, a little bit easier, um, and it was kind of a nice little break. Uh, Again, I wanted to just ask you all if you could, if you have a moment, if you have it in your heart to forgive us for all the things that we've done, leave us a rating and review, please. Uh, As you know, this show is free, and uh, we don't have any advertisers, uh, unsurprisingly. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of the one way uh, for you all to show us some support, show us some love. Just go on there, give us just a five star, just like one, two, three, four, five stars, and just say something like, best damn show I've ever listened to, these guys are hilarious, like... I have a parasocial relationship with these guys, like my best friends, and I just can't stop thinking about them. I'm obsessed with the show and how good it is. Just something like that. Just, you know, listen to this, please. Something simple. Um, <laughs> but really, it does uh, it does help us a lot, and it also kind of inspires us to keep improving the show, keep it going, um, and, uh, you know, just makes us happy. And why wouldn't you want to, like, just make us happy? Uh, it's... I don't know. It's nice to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, just appreciate it if you did that. And if you do do that, um, if you leave us a rating review, take a little screenshot of it whenever it's published and send that to me at GundamIHardlyKnowHim at gmail.com. And I will send you something as a gift, as a bribe, uh, just as a thank you. Um, it might be a pack of Gundam cards. We'll see. No promises. Uh, it might be just, like, something random that I find. Uh, you, there's only one way to find out. Leave us a rating review. If you've already left us a rating review, uh, you can also do that, and I'll still send you something as a thank you, because, I, again, we really appreciate it. Anyway, I'm done begging you all to leave us a rating and review. And now, onto the show. Enjoy. I love you. Bye. Gundam, hardly know him. As you know, this is the book club style podcast where each week we discuss an entry into the Gundam franchise, whether that be a series, anime, movie, sometimes a game. Sometimes we discuss something different altogether, and that's what we're doing today. Today is episode four of Anime IRL, our mini series about the live action adaptations of anime series and movies. And today we're talking about the much anticipated much beloved 
and much maligned. Very confused reception. We're talking about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh, you already hear him. I'm joined by everybody's favorite co-host, the Lasagna Kid. I got Simon himself. Hey, Simon, how's it going? Howdy, partners. I'm doing really well. Um, I'm fresh off the of Cowboy Bebop, so I'm very excited to talk about it. So, um, I've been holding on to the Lasagna Kid as your nickname for quite some time. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, no, let's talk about it. I'm very excited to debut that today. Um, what are your thoughts? That's kind of cool. Because I didn't tell you. Um, yeah, 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 no, it can be like kind of like an outlaw name, like Butch Cassidy and the Lasagna Kid type deal. <laughs> um, That's and a- I mean, you know what? I guess um, it's out in the open. Um, our fan base can know. Um, anyone that can hear me peripherally can know. Um, I'm on a bit of a lasagna kick right now. Um, and what's exciting about it is I do have a secret ingredient. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's called foreshadowing, brother. <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do in the big movie industry to keep viewers yeah. engaged. Okay. Exactly. And if you stick around to the end, you'll get that secret ingredient. Yeah. But until then. Just be wishing you had lasagna. Or if you have a lasagna with you right now, grab that. Mm -hmm. If you have a lasagna right now, take a pic and send it to us. We want to see you listening to the podcast while eating a lasagna. Michael, I have a question for you about lasagna real quick. I I promise we'll get back, but Uh can cats eat lasagna and why, yes or no? (sighs) Can they or may they? Will they die if they eat too much lasagna? Uh, I mean, I would say that it's only been proven that they won't if we look yes. at cats such as Garfield. Yes. Okay. So I've been thinking about this. The creator of Garfield could have set up society for failure if lasagna was toxic to cats, because I feel like it is general knowledge that you can give a cat as much lasagna as they want they love and it will stuff. only improve their life. Yeah. They love this stuff. Yeah. But you know what? You know what cats hate? Mondays. Oh, amen, brother. You said it. Holy shit. Oh, if I had a lasagna for every time I hated a Monday, I'd um have uh twenty one divided by or how old am I now? Twenty three divided by fifty two or times fifty two lasagnas. That's bordering a thousand lasagnas. Do you think you've had a thousand lasagnas in your life? Michael, that is eating. So with that math I just did, that is eating one entire lasagna per week since the day I was born. Yeah, but that you said, was like you said you've been on a lasagna kick. So like I don't know how long this kick has been going on. Right. And since right. you've been on the lasagna kick, I feel like every time we talk, you're either eating or making a lasagna. Or preparing lasagna. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, you I'm have... probably on a lasagna a week diet right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say, that a lasagna week keeps the doctor away. Keeps the doctor away, yeah, and I fucking hate doctors, and I love lasagna, and I hate Mondays, but not as much as doctors. I hate those fuckers. Dude, there's, like, if you speak to a doctor, like, you know you're talking to a doctor if, they, if they're if they speaking ill of lasagna. They hate lasagna. Oh, yeah, they're like, have you been eating lasagna? And, like, they're, like, cleaning out my, my fucking innards, and they're like, looks like there's traces of lasagna in here. But And then they die. Because the doctors they, die? Yeah. Oh, shit. Because the lasagna keeps them away. It's like... Because the key... The, yeah, yeah, they, like, touch it, and they're like, oh, my God, my hand is dissolving in yeah, front of me, like and I'm like, good. Garlic. Now sew me up before you die. It's like garlic so, and Dracula's. 
and Dracula's. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh. Do, do Dracula's like garlic or dislike garlic? No, they dislike your garlic. There is no garlic in my lasagna, so Dracula's are welcome to my lasagna. In fact, I added a little bit more saucy last time, so um, I kind of increased the Dracula like ability yeah. of um, my uh, my mini layered pasta. But anyways. Um, they don't eat any lasagna in Cowboy Bebop. They hardly eat any human food. And that is a reoccurring joke that they make all the time. They mostly eat peppers. Just peppers they... from a hot walk. Exactly. Pepper dumplings. They had, like, pepper dumplings That's in one true. episode. But... Um, yeah, I wanted to, like... I mean, like, all of these live-action movie yeah. or, uh, episodes. Firstly... Um, anime IRL. This is our exploration of anime adaptations uh, into live action, and mm-hmm. um, today we're discussing the new Cowboy Bebop, and um, we're gonna compare it to the anime a little bit, talk about our thoughts um, and stuff like that. But I wanted to talk about how we mostly start these with like our introduction to the source material, mm. um, which is very different for the two of us because I've been watching Cowboy Bebop pretty regularly since like i guess when i was in middle school um or whenever it was airing on adult swim so very Mm -hmm. aware of it from then um how many times have you seen it through at this point uh that's the thing is like back then i didn't really have and this is why i think cowboy bebop worked really well is because it wasn't like always the same story you know like each episode's kind of self-contained and then it's like, like monster of the week yeah yeah and then there's like little nuggets little bits that kind of lead into the bigger story um mm-hmm. and so like a lot of the episodes i've seen a couple times and some of them i've only seen once or twice you know right um just because of the how they how it aired on tv because it was just random what episodes you caught and which ones you missed so but i've seen i've like seen every episode i've seen it all the way through at least twice um although i haven't i have like i have been rewatching it recently and haven't finished that rewatch yet so i'm not fresh on like the last half of the season um mm-hmm. of the anime um but i did watch the last episode again for this podcast which we won't discuss a lot because simon hasn't gotten there yet yeah um but yeah very familiar with cowboy bebop i was obsessed with it when i was a kid specifically the uh the music um this is like coincided with when i started playing jazz drums a lot so i was really mm-hmm. obsessed with tank the main theme um to buy the seatbelts. and actually my sister who kind of introduced me to anime and introduced me to cowboy bebop specifically had the cowboy bebop soundtrack on cd um, yeah. and she let me basically have it so i would listen to tank the the main theme Every day after I left football practice, I would listen to Three, it. Three, two, one, let's go. And I would listen. <laughs> I, it like it was just long enough to make it from my middle school to where I lived when I was riding my mm-hmm. bike, and I would just go so fast, as fast as I could, and listen to that song. It was, Did you like want to share that with all of your friends, no. or was it something that you kind of like um, no. shielded a bit? Like this, like my thing that I stumbled upon, and I I want to keep this safe anime wasn't something i really talked about with like other kids good it, move as a yeah. as a small as a, as a middle schooler yeah, really, really helped me get no girlfriends yeah got you <laughs> well i think like i was talking to christian about this on the dragon ball episode is that like when i was in middle school or uh, in elementary school 
I talk to my friends about Dragon Ball Z all the time because like Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z was almost popular culture. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the stuff Super Saiyan. But the stuff that was airing, especially on Adult Swim, like my parents had a had a like you can watch whatever you want, no matter what relationship with TV and movies. Like I was allowed to watch anything. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't shield me from anything. So like, especially stuff like that was on Adult Swim. No other kids were aware of because their parents wouldn't let them watch it. Um, so I didn't, I don't know. It's just something that I never talked about with other and never wanted to use it like as a flex on other kids either. Not really. Like, Cause oh, like, like, yeah, they wouldn't even know if it was Faye? cool or not. <laughs> yeah. They used to be like, what the fuck? Cowboy Bebop? That doesn't even sound like a cool show. Like there's, yeah. there's jazz. Like, I don't even know. Like, what does that even mean? So it's very personal, but yeah. I loved it that way. Yeah. My experience with Cowboy Bebop, I heard it peripherally because people mentioned it in college before, but I always kind of thought that it was a very, a much more like eccentric anime just because of like, I I had no idea what the characters looked like or anything. So I kind of built it up as this like, almost like Pokemon type anime where it's like very childish. And I kind of thought that there was like, animal characters and stuff and like bebop was like the name of somebody um which isn't the case and then when i graduated from college i was bouncing around um on jobs because i couldn't find a job and one of my jobs was a high school teacher um i taught like a bunch of boys um game development it was a very interesting job um, but one of the boys would wear a Cowboy Bebop shirt into class every single day. And um, all of his friends were, like, all stoked on it and stuff. Like, he definitely, like, wasn't, like, ostracized. Um, but he always asked, like, do you know Cowboy Bebop? And that's when I first saw the characters a little bit. Um, and I think it only had, like, Spike on it. I, it didn't have Faye on it, because I feel like if it had Faye on it, the school <laughs> wouldn't let him, like, wear it. Yeah, but... that'd be a very adult-themed shirt. But I think that he was wearing it kind of, like, as a flex on the other kids of, of like, it's a very mature show to watch. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, a junior in high school, you know? So it was kind of like, you know, wearing a, like, MMA fighter shirt or some shit into school. Um, And I, like, I wish that I knew about... Because, like, this kid was, like, pretty cool, too. He, like, wasn't, like, a weird anime kid. He, like, he could hang. Um, But... I mean, he was in high school. I'm, I feel like, um, but he he wasn't really annoying, which is um my main criteria. But uh, yeah, I wish that I like could talk to him more about it because I feel I the other teacher there was like an, a much older teacher and he talked about it. But I feel I always felt like he was he wouldn't go too deep into any of the conversations that he had. Yeah, and I like kind of see why now, obviously, because it's like hard to talk too much about one of these episodes without like i don't know either like really getting into it um but yeah and then i watched it for this and i watched the regular it's kind of nice that they're both available on netflix um i feel like not a lot of like recognizable anime or not recognizable but not a lot of like um infamous anime is really on netflix i feel like all the streaming services really like to hold on or like not netflix like hulu has a lot um and hbo obviously has all the ghibli stuff um and then like i think that funimation or whatever that other streaming services like specifically for anime also has 
Like, yeah, I also think that Hulu is like partnered with Funimation, so mm-hmm. all of the Funimation stuff is on Hulu, which is really nice. Yeah. Hulu has like no. a insane catalog of anime. Basically everything right. that I ever think I want to rewatch is on Hulu, which is really nice. Like all the stuff from Toonami and Adult Swim. Hulu um, has no movies that I care about, but they have so much reality TV and they have so much <laughs> anime, and I love them for that. They yeah. can they can hang. Yeah, but Hulu's like been really clutch, especially with the Attack on Titan stuff that's been coming out. Like new mm-hmm. episodes coming out every week right now, and it comes on like Hulu has it immediately as it like airs, and it's so nice. That's so cool. It's yeah, kind of really no, cool. Hulu's not going anywhere. Yeah. They're they're doing a good job, but. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, like, I mean, and all of that being said, I have not talked about it with anybody other than you. So I really don't know any perception of it other than, I mean, obviously you've said that you're a fan of it, but yeah, other than that, I, mean, I kind of feel like I've been in this um vacuum. Totally. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'd say that Cowboy Bebop is, I don't know how popular it is, like in Japan, but it is by far one of the most popular anime yeah. in America. Um, and it's also like, I don't know. I feel like it's one of the most important ones. It's just like, totally. I'm trying to think of what I used as a term. Like I called attack on Titan an instant classic cowboy Bob cowboy bebop just is a classic. Like it is like if somebody like if somebody was like, I want to get into anime. It'd probably be one of the first I'd recommend because mm-hmm. it's like it's not a sprawling series it doesn't it's not like gundam where if you're like hey you should watch gundam they'd be like which one and you'd be like not yeah like, exactly i don't know the one that like happened in the 70s like that's kind of like hard to watch or you know mm-hmm. it's like a very hard thing to recommend cowboy bebop's like what 20 something episodes but i yeah and it's I just like cowboy bebop is also just but like upon recommending that i feel like you're kind of setting yourself or like it's not i i don't think that like anime by default is a medium that is constantly trying to try new things and like try different types of characters like i feel like all of the gundam that we've watched up to this point have been very very traditional Mm -hmm. archetypes of characters and very traditional like storylines of just like i am the chosen child so i must save everybody and all my friends and then like you know the consequences happen because of it but cowboy bebop has so many like unique characters and i think that anime actually upon saying that like anime is a medium in which you can very easily try out you know very unrealistic or not unrealistic but like just new types of characters but i that was um what made cowboy bebop kind of stand out as a classic to me because i see all of these other characters nowadays like and i mean like Noir isn't anything new, too, and a lot of Cowboy Bebop is, like, heavily influenced by, like, noir archetypes, but, like, there's no cartoon noir. Like, noir is very, very set in stone as, like, this Mm -hmm. live action, um, you know, like, uh, detective, or, like, even a book probably would better suit noir, but, um, anyway, that's what, like, made Cowboy Bebop so classic to me is all of the it's just like um new items you know it wasn't like oh it was based on this other anime that came before it or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah and like it doesn't have that much lore or like world building Mm -hmm. like it's mostly a character show it's like 
it's a character show and then just a vibes show like, yeah cowboy yeah. Bebop is like and this is why i loved it as a kid is the vibes it like, committed to a bit like yeah. it was just like it just like did the like it did the noir thing and it did the space thing yeah, like it just like, like yeah space it's like we're gonna do lived in space like very lived yeah. in kind of space universe with noir and like yeah kind of monster of the week adventure of the week and then like just infuse like music like jazz mm-hmm. and blues Ugh, yeah and like they call the episode sessions so cool like they're not, so they're not cool episodes, stop calling sessions. stuff episodes yeah. all stuff like uh it's just yeah. like the vibe of cowboy bebop is so specific and it's not ripping anything off like it's it is very individual it is its own thing it's very unique um mm-hmm. and that's why i think it's kind of special and i don't know it- like if anything can really come close to the like you can't really replicate it if you try to come close to the aesthetic, you're going to very clearly be copying it. Exactly. And then you and then at that point you've already lost because you can't, <laughs> you know, disconnect the association. Totally. But... And I think the other thing that's like really I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be a great anime to recommend because it's not that similar to a lot of other animes because the No. Especially the the way that it's drawn, the kinetic uh nature of the action is very specific and very like I don't know like it's it's something if you like tried to replicate it I could tell like just the way that the characters move the way that they're drawn the way that like their limbs expand when they're throwing punches and kicks Mm -hmm. the way that you can feel well it's because it's so over the top it's like it's over the top and I mean like the live action also I think like that was we can talk about it more but um the it's very it's like trying to almost be comical with how many, you know, different camera angles and how many like Dutch angles and tilted shots and like fast zoom ins and like just like all of these, yeah. you know, very traditional ways uh, or not tra- even traditional, just these various ways of making a shot look like more intense. They mm. throw that all together and then it's kind of like, a oh, this like fight is so crazy that's happening right now. Um, and I don't know if you try to do that. I mean... I guess there are it like almost reminds me of like cheesy martial arts movies Mm -hmm. you know where like it's just they they want to make the action feel so like you're like you're right there like you're holding the camera a little bit but it's also like an anime which is kind of (laughs) crazy because it's like you're transported inside of this world that does not exist it's also like i don't know coming up is funny it's cool it's sexy it's like just it has everything like yeah i don't know like as a kid watching it i was obsessed with it because it's like there's like really cool action there's like big anime titties there's like incredible music yeah like, but like the thing is all of the main characters like none of them care about no. any of that though which makes yeah. it even better because it's not like you have the sexy character well I mean, you kind of do, but, like, you, like you have, like, it's not, like, all of the different characters are, like, oh, if, like, you know, Spike is in a scene, then it's going to be this way, and if, mm-hmm. like, Jet is in a scene, it's going to be this way. It's just, the main characters are so just their own thing within this world, so it makes it a lot easier to watch because, I don't know, you really can't have any expectation for what any episode is going to look like because it's just these very, you know, uh 
these characters that you can rely on to kind of behave a certain way being put in all of these situations in which you don't know how they're going to behave yeah um but yeah totally. yeah exactly that's a really good way of putting it because yeah each episode is very different each scene is very different and can go different ways um mm-hmm. before we move on to really talking about the live action yeah since we've both kind of watched some of the original recently did is there any episode in your mind that stuck out as one that you really liked or a story that you particularly liked yeah i i think my favorite i really liked the um the initial introduction to uh oh god what's his name fearless is spike vicious what's the other one yeah vicious the introduction of vicious where he's on that drug and he just like tears apart everything um i thought that that was like i was really scared during that whole scene (laughs) like i that was i don't know like drug use is already like a bit frightening to -hmm. witness but that really stood out to me because you don't see a lot of like heavy drug use in a lot of other shows just because it's kind of taboo and then i also really liked my favorite story by far was the whole um flower that could uh cure that person's blindness Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then, like, it turned out that the pers- uh, the brother that got it for her, had to sacrifice himself, um, in order to get the flower, um, because I thought that was just like a, it's a very, I don't know, that one definitely slowed it down a little bit. And like thinking back, I definitely remember that one because I was like very, I it, it was like very sad, and that was the only time where you really see Spike like kind of sad about something too. Mm-hmm. Because he is the one that has to deliver the news that this tragic thing happened. And most of the time, even when tragic stuff does happen, Spike is kind of just, like, too cool for it, you know? Yeah, he kind of laughs it off because he's seen seen all the fucked up things about the world, so... But that one was just so, like, there was no, like, oh, this happens all the time. It was just like, wow, this is a really horrible situation. Um, that also, and then I loved, um, I think there was only one episode, or I think in the anime there might have been, the eco-terrorists might have been, um, reoccurring characters. Were they um, just that one episode? I think it was just one, but I don't... Okay. Yeah, I think it's just Because in the live action it was just that one episode. Yeah. I like that the eco-terrorists were funny to me. I like, I thought that that was, <laughs> they like, they... I mean, like, you should be ecologically conscious. Like, I don't really know what the show is trying to make fun of, but yeah. like the over-the-top nature of like protesters trying or like people protesting something trying to do a good thing is very like they did a good job with it because it's just like these people that want to save the environment but they're doing all these like horribly heinous things especially in the live action holy shit um to try to like i think it's also saying that point across those people are all like the narrative for the people that are very passionate about doing these awful things like that's also controlled by somebody else. Like yeah, I think there's exactly. like an alternative motive, and it's like you can be really passionate about this cause, but like you're also being like basically gaslit into believing this for someone mm-hmm. else's reward, for somebody else's like gain, which is exactly. like kind of you know resonates with with uh, a Very lot of timely. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one episode that I remember um, really liking is the episode with the trucker lady oh I my gosh with the cat right yeah yeah and she oh. like um yeah she has that truck or like this like space truck and then mm-hmm. uh she meets spike in the bar and then they have to help like disarm some bomb or something i love that one because yeah. it's 
phase involved and spikes involved and um, the villain in that one is really good too because it's just this like weird nerdy guy yeah um yeah. but it's not like a big tough person but yes. that episode ruled yeah because they're trying to find that guy and he's like uh-huh. the bomber yeah that episode is so good and i yeah. really like i think one of the things that we're going to talk about a lot is that i really like the self-contained stories mm-hmm. and the episodes that really just contain a full narrative within its 25 minutes or whatever um and i wish that that's like one thing that i think the show the anim or like the live action kind of got wrong um mm-hmm. and i think that's like part of its downfall is it plays... it tried to make the whole thing yeah. like a cohesive story yeah it played way too much into the full arc in my opinion but yeah we can talk the about whole, that a little more the whole jet arc i don't know i have yeah <laughs> um um, no, that episode was also cool because like it showed I don't know, it's kind of like Star Warsy in which like um it's like they exist in space, you know, in the far future, but they still have like trucker routes and they still have like, you know, uh like CD dive bars in which all the truckers hang out. It's just like all of these modern technology, but they still do the same shit that we're doing. Yeah, and like and that's the, such a they, fun they universe still use, to like, be a part the of. Radios to like, yeah. talk to oh, each other, they have code exactly. names and stuff. Like that's so funny. That's so funny, like what they pick and choose is like um, but they, I mean, they do that because they like they don't want to be like, oh, in the far future, like truckers communicate via their mind, and like yeah. you know they can just go to sleep for the trucker routes, but like they want to make it recognizable. Well, it's like putting like the t- a type of a character that we already know, like a trucker, like a yeah, vir- yeah. like a virtuous trucker, <laughs> uh-huh. a traveler, the like... virtuous trucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting that like that frame of character into a story that we don't know so it's like yeah some, it's like some reference to our reality in this future world in this future right. universe which is like really helpful and nice because it kind of like your idea of a trucker is somebody who's really grisly and tough and like a loner and so you already understand the archetype of the character but then they're yeah. placed in this new universe this new world so it's like this very nice way to tell a story without being like all new stuff all new like archetypes of characters and stuff but exactly Exactly. anyway i'm glad yeah i'm glad that uh that episode uh is one that you like as well because i thought that was like definitely my favorite yeah um so let's talk about the live action a little bit so um trying to think of like how long the discourse around this has been going on like i'm Maybe I feel like it was really loud when it first came out, but I haven't. I, I feel like it fizzled out a little bit. I yeah. think it was generally disliked on my Twitter um, yeah. timeline. I think that um, so it was announced a couple years ago, and I think the the first kind of big pop of like really hearing about it was whenever they announced the cast, um, because I think like a lot of people thought um that it was really cool that they were putting an asian uh american man as spike as opposed to what mm-hmm. a lot of the other adaptations of anime have been where they just go with a you know normal white guy um, right as like as per usual um so i felt like that kind of already had caused like a, a swell of emotion for a lot of people either they were really excited about that which is like totally valid 
or they hated it because their feeble minds can't imagine that a character isn't what they look like, I guess, which yeah. is insane. In this cartoon <laughs> world that doesn't exist. Like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, those people were obviously already very upset about the idea of the show even existing. Um, and then, like, right before it came out, there was a ton of marketing. Like, I think Netflix really marketed the hell out of it. Um, they released a lot of... Uh, stuff with the music a lot of stuff uh basically doing recreations like one for one recreations of shots from the anime with the live action and like showing how similar it was um Mm -hmm. and so they got a lot of attention with the anime fandom like the fandom of cowboy bob and then just the the anime fandom in general like uh anime is kind of having a moment right now um and it felt like after it came out most people i think most people had it out for the show before it even came out to be honest because i'll be i'll be completely honest it looks bad like the the visual characters like the way that they're dressed and kind of just the aesthetic it doesn't look great at it's first very glance. like costumey like it looks it like looks it looks like, like how Hall- like a halloween party exactly. a little bit yeah it looks like yeah somebody dressed up their kid and not all sci-fi Spiegel. looks like that like i mean i i think have you seen firefly before no but i know i know of it okay this show was very had a lot of similarities to firefly and that might just be because firefly is like a western set in space that is, so it's a very similar concept i am positive that the that firefly was heavily influenced by the cowboy bebop anime um but firefly kind of they their costume design i really like because it's a little bit like more western and a little bit more muted and not so much like costumes um so that was the I kind of I noticed that when I first started watching it, I'm like, why does it seem like everybody is like we're in like side of party city right now? But I think it's just like it was I mean, cart like I keep calling it cartoons. I gotta fucking stop that shit. Um <laughs> I kinda like it, Simon. I think I like it too. <laughs> like anime is just cartoons, like come at me. But um uh the you need to in like all cartoons you need to have very clear color language and, like, shape language to, like, distinguish the characters. Like, Mm -hmm. Spike has huge hair for a reason, and, like, I don't know, Faye has a very slender figure, and Jet has a very bulky figure for a reason, you know? It's, like, not like that's just, it's, they're they're accentuated. Well, you could show me the silhouettes of all three of those characters, not Mm -hmm. tell me what I'm looking at, and I could tell you who they were exactly 100 like percent. same thing with goku or like they do they yeah, any oh my god people who make anime are so <laughs> talented at it like yeah. even the fucking like rx 78 yes. like the fact that they just made that it's like such simple shapes but it's just like the slight spike at like the top of it you know for it's like little crown thing and then the rest of it is very angular like it's nothing else is like that so it's like oh that's an rx 78 head totally but um when you put that on real people it if you try to accentuate your appearance in real life it looks very much like a costume unless you do it very subtly like you know obviously like putting on makeup or something that's very subtle but if you know you make your hair huge and then have like huge pop collars um with a like bright blue suit you're gonna look you know maybe not like that's how you would normally dress but yeah and i think yeah i think that the way that they went about that firstly it like yeah it looks like costumes like they look like they're dressed like it's not 
or like how people dress, which is like what fine. would you have done? I don't though? know. Like, but then I'm like, because like we can we can me, critique, but yeah. But if you showed me like a Jedi, I'd be like, yeah, that looks like fucking weird. But like, why does it that yeah. bother me less than looking at like his weird suit? It also just didn't look like it fit him. I don't know. What if like <laughs> what do you think it would be if he wore like a more muted suit that like looked like he was kind of like a hitman or something like yeah. that like it was like an homage to his outfit yeah i, I, feel, I like, feel like we would have found issue with that too yeah i don't know i feel like it could it should just be a little bit toned down but to be honest mm-hmm. and this is my point is that like it really bothered me in the trailers and i thought it looked dumb but then after like half of the first episode i didn't give a shit anymore Oh no, I love the main dude's hair. I like thought like it was like always just so big. Just like cause like Spike's hair is always so big. Yeah. And like they just continued that throughout the entirety of the show and it looked I mean I don't know. I didn't and feel, of course like I didn't how do feel you... like it looked like too, like his hair didn't look too crazy. Like to be honest, that's like it's kinda of similar to how I wear my hair when I like when my yeah. hair is really long. Like it's mm-hmm. just up in a big poof ball. Like yeah. it didn't seem unrealistic necessarily um but yeah it's mostly the the costumes that really felt weird yeah and i think at the did you watch the last episode yes okay yeah when they showed ed at the very end i'm like if that costume was there the whole time i would have like i would have been very upset but i mean i think that that was more of like a nod to bully like oh we didn't forget about ed which was nice yeah um but yeah costumes i did to be fair, I really liked all the CG in it. I think that they did a really good job, especially with the Bebop and like all of these yeah, like I thought so. floating for a show? um yeah, for a show. I yeah. I am always blown away by the artists that are able to create these um environments cuz well, in the show in the anime they go to these like beautiful beautiful cityscapes that mm-hmm. are just you know like nothing we've ever seen before and even in space they're passing by all these huge neon advertisement signs and all of these and they just did that in the show and like i mean obviously you're like oh this is cg but like i really it didn't it wasn't distracting it wasn't like spy kids or some mm-hmm. shit like it looked good i don't know yeah i mean i think that uh one of the things that the anime does really well too is that the like there's a different style to the space stuff that's happening mm-hmm. like like the more backdrops and then there's a style of like the up close yeah like inside of ships interior of planets like they have two very different aesthetics and mm-hmm. that like it seemed like they're almost doing kind of an homage to that with the space what they showed of space mm-hmm. in the live action um mm-hmm. But I think we should just okay. We're talking about the live action show yeah, now. Yeah, fuck it. Let's, yeah, let's do likes and dislikes. Let's just okay. Let's just choose one, and we'll go through what we both think, and then we'll go to the other. Do you want to start with dislikes, or do you want to start with likes? I would like to start with likes. There was a lot that I liked about the show. Okay, I loved all of uh, the fighting choreography in the show. And I really loved all of the various, like, zany camera angles that they used throughout all of it. I thought that that did a really good job of capturing the anime. And I will die on the hill that that was the right decision to do. It reminded me very much of, like, Quentin Tarantino fight scenes in that, like, 
Yeah, I, I really could really not like disagree that. Disagree with you more. Is literally. Are you kidding me? My least. How would you thing. have liked the fight? Okay, what movie? <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna say a martial arts movie because those are all about fighting. But like, how? Okay, you know what? That's fine. I don't. I don't need I'll to bring, dig into I'll, this right I'll, now. I'll bring, no, no, no. I'll bring it back up during dislikes. I, I like that's one of my notes for for dislikes. So okay. I'm glad that you like it. I'm like I'm glad that you appreciated it. I liked it, and but I have I, like some more things I will yeah. say about it. I, I mean, I also appreciate the attempt at stylization, like, but there. I don't know. To me, it goes too far. But again, oh. I don't want to talk about that. That's that goes into dislikes. What um, what is your like? I I have I have plenty of other likes too. Okay. Here. Um, my first like is I like how adult it is. Yes. It's a show no. for adults. It's not at all like the original shows for adults and the shows for adults. They mm-hmm. say fuck and shit and balls and there there's sex in it and there's like bloody violence and like it's really great. horrible gore. Like yeah. like not a lot of shows have like gore in it, but yes. this one has like actual it's gore. And every up, time like, someone gets shot, bad. there's a blood spatter coming out of their head. Like yes. it's it's brutal and also really good. And that's what happens when you fucking shoot guns exactly. at people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's my first like. What else you got, Simon? Um, I really liked. Hmm. Give me a second. You can always cut this out. It's okay. Do you want me to give another one of my likes? Um. Yeah. Why don't you give another one of yours first? Okay. Um. I. Thought that the humor was pretty good, although I didn't like it at first, but it Mm -hmm. grew on me. Like, at first I thought the jokes were really fucking bad, but by, I think, episode two, I kind of was more on board with the humor. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's my my second like. I really liked, um... Oh, God, I forgot his name again. Vicious? Yes. Yes. I really liked all of the in the beginning episodes when they were showing that Vicious was a bad character. Mm-hmm. I think that in the anime, I kind of got like that he was or that he was like bad and brutal. But they really showed in this show, he did some like really heinous things and it made me very scared of him. Yes. Um, and I very much I I like that. I like I don't know. I, I think that a lot of the times like villains are only villains because people say that they're villains. But, like, I think that they really, like, Vicious was an actual character in the show. Um, And this could go, this probably goes hand in hand with how the whole thing was a bit too, um, like, an overarching plot the whole time. Because the Vicious Mm -hmm. plot was definitely every single uh, episode and moved on a little bit. But, like, oh my god, when he, I was, like, upset at the scene, like, like, very deeply upset when, like, all of those people had their eyes shown shut. And then, like, he, like, went in and, like, oh, my God. That was so upsetting. That was, like, really upsetting to watch. And at first, Especially because, like, he, you didn't quite know how bad he was going to be. Yes. He was like, well, I guess we'll get him a hotel. But he just did it. And then he he just, like, fucked them up and killed them all. It was brutal. Yeah. No, I I liked Vicious as a character. I also thought they cast him pretty well. Like, he kind of looked like how I thought he would look. All of the casting, honestly, is another like. like, That's my next like, actually. Yeah, my next like is that the casting and acting was mostly really good. I thought Mm -hmm. that all the portrayals of the main characters were really good, except for one, which I'll touch on later. But I thought that I thought that all of the main characters were really good. Yeah, um, I have one main character that I have an issue with too. It'll be interesting to see if it's the <laughs> same one. Um, 
parts, but I thought all the casting was great. I thought Vicious was surprisingly good. When I first saw him, I thought he looked a little goofy, but then the actor was like really scary and really yeah. had he had such a good rage face that yeah. it really like it really worked. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I thought all the casting was great. Um what else did I like? I liked um I liked all the planets they went to. That was good. And Firefly, I really didn't like all the planets they went to. They were really mm-hmm. boring and, like, very obviously CG'd. But this one did a good job of kind of showing, like, a big shot that they spent a lot of time on and then, like, doing up-close interiors and stuff. But that's kind of, like, that's a very... Oh, the music was, like... um, I know we always say, like, we love the music, but the thing <laughs> is, this one was... um, This had a high bar, okay? So, like, yeah. it could have... And in a lot of other, like in Ghost in the Shell, for example, the music in that one obviously just was like great value other Ghost in the Shell music. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It was yeah, like. That was the it, one time we said the music was not good. No. Cause it was like, <laughs> I mean, like it did the like vocalizations, good. whatever, but like it just like didn't, like it's, it could have been made by an AI or something like this. But this one seemed <laughs> like they actually had like somebody who knew how to like compose jazz for, you know, movies or TV, do it. And like, you know, the main theme tank as you say it was called wasn't original but like there's a lot of like the, there's music playing like all almost the, the whole time like yeah. it's like it's always playing and it's always good and like it it was unnoticeable when it needed to be and like i don't know i was like cuz i was kind of look like i mean i feel i don't know a lot about jazz or how much work goes into making good jazz but it seems like you can very easily make bad jazz by just kind of like, you know, opening Garage Band and like getting a melody that is well known in jazz and just kind of, I don't know, putting instruments to it. But this one seemed to like try to make the soundtrack sound unique, you know, not yeah. just be like, oh, it's a jazzy soundtrack. You know, it was like new Cowboy Bebop. Um yeah, I also liked uh, part of the music was that they leaned more into the jazz than they did the blues. Because I mm-hmm. get really, really tired of blues, like blues yeah. harmonica. Like some of the anime episodes really dig into blues style and that like noir blues harmonica. And I find that very exhausting. Um, and so I'm glad they kept more of the upbeat uh, jazz uh, music in it. Because oh, the... Can I say something else that I really liked? Yeah, go ahead. That, I don't know, this is going to sound bad, but I'll explain afterwards. But I really liked all the weapon design in it. Like, all of the, like, guns that they had in it were very cool. No, they I, had like, great weapons. Yeah, and I, I know, like, anime, um, cow, the old cowboy, or the anime cowboy bebop also has really good weapon design. But, like, I don't know. I feel like gun design, I follow this dude named Kim Jong-ji, and he's, like, this really famous illustrator from korea and he draws a lot of like guns as like a way to show that he is like you know very talented because it like so much like perspective and like design Mm -hmm. goes into like making it look nice but um i noticed that there was a lot of like i mean they were probably just like stock guns but they were cool um and one of my other likes that i have here is i thought that the best character arc in this in the show was Faye's story. And I thought okay. that I really enjoyed the actor who played Faye and also 
phase general story arc i thought was really good um mm-hmm. and so that's another thing i really liked about it i thought that the whole phase situation in my opinion was really good i was yeah, like they ruled i was like a like the humor of Faye at first like she says balls a lot i don't know at first like i was like i don't know but then it really mm-hmm. grew on me i thought it was like really done like quite well yeah i they did a really good job of showing that they all like were on a ship together but for the vast majority of it they were Mm -hmm. like all kind of on their own thing like looking out for themselves and i was i was really worried that because that's how um that's how the anime is for a lot of it like you know they'll just like betray each other like fucking like you know 14 episodes into it (laughs) um and they and they do the same thing in this one like um i think yeah Faye like turns on them uh or not like not turns on them like anything super malicious just looks out for herself yeah looks out for herself and i was really worried that they were gonna make it like a buddy like you know mist like mystery team trying to like go around and like solve all these crimes but they they withheld and they didn't Mm -hmm. which was nice um i also think that the actor who played Faye reminded me a lot of our friend alex lamont <laughs> <laughs> like so much shout out alex alex rules I, and like, i could see that a lot after, like facial expressions actually yes, <laughs> I, yes the way that she does her facial expressions and the way that she like reacts to things reminds yeah. me it reminded me so much of our friend alex that like that really turned the tide for the character to me because i was just like i actually know somebody who acts yeah, like this yeah. so like that made it seem super realistic um, all right all right we've been beating around the bush What's your first dislike? All right. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. My okay. first, my first Send and second it. dislike is yeah. direct direction and action. <laughs> I thought the director, the direction was nauseating. I hated the Dutch angles. I hated how angular it was. Okay, it's not okay. pleasing to watch. And if you like, it's so overused that it lost any ability. Like a, an angle is supposed to make you unsettled. Yeah, and then if it's all angles, it just yeah. is a nauseating, and I like okay. I just wanted stuff to be on its proper axis. Like yeah. the, the camera placement, in my opinion, was disgusting and very okay. upsetting, okay. and I think is like the single thing that I dislike the most. I'm glad that okay. you liked it, and I'm speaking I, had, I found no issue with it. I thought it brought a lot of dynamicism to all of the shots, and I also thought that I mean in a medium in which you can't have like big anime lines behind people and shit you need to find another way to kind of like send it over the top so they did it with like wild camera angles and stuff yeah i like i don't know how again like it's hard i can't prove the point that it's bad because we don't we don't have the version of it without that direction yeah but i did just find it like i was watching it and i kept on finding myself like with my neck at like at a crick and I was like, yeah. why why is my neck always cause like no shot was on his proper axis. It I was, think the like, only everything issue, was tilted. Yeah, you can't emulate a like anime fight in real life unless you spend a ton of money on martial arts, but then I feel like that's just mar- like martial art live action martial arts movies are like a whole other animal that like I mean are, while they're probably influenced by anime i'd say anime is probably more influenced by them but yeah. i don't know because there's a lot of like fist fighting in cowboy bebop so there's like no getting around that and a lot of fucking okay 99 percent of that fucking show 
is people holding is like me pointing a gun at you <laughs> and not firing yeah but no, like you but have talking. to talk yeah, yeah you have like, to talk i throw like an ashtray and hit you in the face yeah and i'm like oh <laughs> and, and but okay this is what i okay that's maybe what this cowboy, is that's what cowboy movies are it's all i know just, like, it's so fr- the logic frustrates me so much because the thing is like <laughs> i'm holding a like Okay, let me paint a picture for you, okay? okay yeah. So I'm like, I'm holding a gun at you, and I'm like, uh-huh. tell me where the money is, Buster. And you're like, not a chance. You flip an ashtray up, and then uh-huh. start running away. And then, like, I start firing at you. So was my point, like, was my was I trying to kill you the whole time? Because at that <laughs> point, I should have just, like, because, like, me firing at you, I have the intention to kill you, okay? And, like, there, this happened many times where yeah. somebody escaped a standoff situation, and then they were fired upon. It's like, what would happen? It's like, not today, but and you flip the ashtray and then like you're running away and i like shoot you in the head and it's like oh my god also i like what i would do is i would throw the ashtray in the air and then kick it and then it would hit you and then it hit me and then i'd be disarmed because they would like hit me in the hand my gun would go flying and then it would like fire off and like shoot me in the nuts right yeah exactly yeah um i thought the action was bad because I didn't think the choreography would look that good and the actors didn't look that comfortable doing the action. And then additionally it did. So like in anime, um, again, I'm going to speak like I know how this works, yeah, but take into account no, that I don't man know anything. Mansplain anime to me, bro. Go, come on, give me, give me. But like, you can't show like you, you cut on movement. Like you were constantly yeah. cutting to different pictures because they're pictures yeah um but in action directing you don't cut away from action like right, the best lazy. A- the best action direction is to stay with the action as a single cut to show that it's really happening when you cut constantly it looks fake and you can really see the seams of it and you can really tell how fake it is and also like the effect of throwing a punch doesn't work if you're cutting from the punch to like the reaction to the reaction it, yeah like, it's really bad and it's ineffective. And I felt like almost none of these fights, like the fist fights, in my opinion, felt like real to me. The, oh, the dude, gu- the one on the roof, um, where he ended up like on the roof of the brothel. That was the best one by far. Yeah. I thought. I like that one a lot. I thought that was the best one by far. But other than that, like, I felt like. It's the same. This is the same thing that we ran into with the Dragon Ball movie. Christian and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. Is that like if you don't get proper action direction, like it just it doesn't work. And I think that like even like obviously like the standard for especially fighting is like Bruce Lee movies. It's then like Jackie Chan. Like we watched yeah. a Jackie Chan movie together. The action was so it incredible. It was. It was insane. Ugh. But even I think like about that John Wick scene. Yeah, I was gonna say like John Wick is the contemporary example of a great fighting movie. Okay, exactly. and that one, you know, while it's influenced by martial arts, I think it also like does a lot of other cool things with like as you said, the extended like very extended shots of like moving with the um characters to kind of just like you're right on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Are there any TV shows you can think of that have consistently good fighting? Because the thing for John Wick is they probably hired a hundred different choreographers. You know, like, that's yeah. where they spent probably a lot of their money on just, like, all the fighting and all the people, like, putting their minds together to create these scenes. But when it comes to TV and you're kind of, you don't know how much work you're going to need, I think it's a lot harder. Like, 
Game of Thrones fighting is like it yeah. kind of just like all looks it, the same. You I know, I'm like, like thinking, I thought that Game of Thrones was really good, but it's weapon fighting, so it's pretty different. But I thought Game of Thrones had like pretty top notch fighting, but that's just a completely different budget. Yeah, exactly. Than, I don't know. The thing is, like, fighting hard, is hard. Yeah, what's hard is that like I don't know. A lot of TV shows these days have massive budgets, and it's hard to tell what does and what doesn't. Yeah. Know? That's it's a good like, point. Like, what's the difference? Like, I can't tell if this had a small budget or a massive budget compared to, like, fucking Breaking Bad or some shit like that. I don't right. know. It's like, how do you even know? But yeah, I just felt All like, right. I just felt I like hear it was a little you. ineffective. I the, see the you. Specifically. Okay. Anyway. I, I, I don't know. I also, I love corniness. Like, um firefly has a lot of those like weird over the top angles where it was like boing oing 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 as like someone's running away and like the camera's like lying on the ground <laughs> like someone fell over or something yeah but what else what do you got as far as dislikes i feel like i've i've really harped on that stuff um okay i did not like how you know what the word twee means yes i don't know if i'm using it correctly but I'm gonna I'm gonna use a lot of different words to explain my dislike, okay? Okay. I thought that Jet was too twee. He was like, for me, it was to the point where I was cringing a little bit, where mm-hmm. he was like too much of like a and that's that character. Like he was like a okay. de- like such a sage like too sage of a voice. Because in the anime, while he was the voice of reason a lot of the time. It wasn't the type where it's just like, oh, and that's just like a chip off your back type deal. Like he had, he was too like dad, mm-hmm. like sheriff vibes of just, I don't know. He always had. He should have been more of a stick in the mud. Yeah, exactly. He needs to, he needs to be really grumpy. And he see, he was a little bit too wholesome is what I think yeah, you're saying. Yeah, very wholesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good term for it because like. It, like you're just like at the end of the day like you know a hard day's work is a hard day's work it's yeah. just like i don't know i i kind of, that but that sort of thing always bugs me like people that are like that bug mm-hmm. me a lot too when they're just like too wholesome and like saying all the right things all of the time um i it, it's hard to, to put into recital yeah exactly oh and like i don't know even just like when he was like talking with like spike and it was like but that was just the old days on the floor like just like mm-hmm. this like sage voice and like he is much wiser than everybody else because he has this whole like you know detective background or whatever and like is older than everybody else but like he just sounded he was like he was like the wise um i really like jet as like i i i don't know in the anime especially i like it's just such a funny character and like i think I don't the actor know. did a good job too i just think yeah it was written too much like he's too perfect whereas he should, yeah. he should be a little bit more edgy because all of the characters are pretty edgy yeah he wasn't edgy at all even with all of his mistakes it was kind of like every mistake that he made was kind of justified by something that was out of his control and if it wasn't like he never really did anything like slimy or anything Mm -hmm. he was like too wholesome and i don't think that in i don't think the source character is a wholesome character like i wouldn't describe jet in the in the anime as necessarily wholesome um or maybe like you you want to be more surprised by him being wholesome less that like that's his main character trait like maybe he's like mysteriously wholesome you know what i mean 
Yeah, like, exactly. You, like, you think that he's really dark, and then, like, maybe he is, like, I don't know, just more of a partner character, but... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, that didn't bother me while you were watching it, but oh. I do think that it would be better if it if he had been Dude, like more of a rough around the edges character people being like twee and like too wholesome and like saying stuff like they're in a movie is like that's the one thing i can't stand like i just <laughs> ugh, i don't right. know why i just yeah i want to i want to talk about my biggest gripe which is like biggest my, gripe my biggest gripe one... um which i really think that this is the show's worst quality which Gimme. is the okay so <laughs> to compare this anime pod like like compare this anime on my anime podcast i'm gonna get even yeah. more nerdy do and it talk about a, even a more nerdy fandom which yeah. is doctor who um oh. are, are you familiar at all with doctor who simon yeah i i i think i i know the vibe of doctor who yeah that was so, kind of what i was getting from jet i was getting some like doctor who vibes from him totally because doctor who is very twee but go ahead but Doctor Who is a little bit of the opposite because Doctor Who is wholesome, but then you see these very, very dark things, and it's that dynamics that makes the show really good mm-hmm. because you occasionally see a real true darkness. Right. Because his backstory is kind of fucked. So, like, and that's kind of the opposite of what we get with Jet, where, or like, that's kind of more of what I, I would like the opposite with him, where like he's darker and you get little glimpses of wholesomeness. Um, but anyway, so. One of the things that I think, especially the, um, I'm trying to think of the the actor Matt Smith is the actor who plays Doctor Who and one of, he's like one of the more recent actors. Okay. And one of the best things that that show did is that so that show is an adventure of the week. Every right. single week, there's a new adventure, a new monster with like your main character, the Doctor. And yep. occasionally it'll be either his companion or a completely new companion sometimes. Right, right, So it's right. like every Sidekick. week is new. And like some episodes, like they don't resonate with me, but they're other people's favorites. And then some episodes mm-hmm. are like beloved as like the best episodes ever. And they're it's casting like, such a wide net. Exactly. Yeah. But then what, what the, um, what the doctor with Matt Smith did, what they did with his doctor is that they had these like, through line stories that they would build on so like maybe two episodes in a week have this kind of more darker deeper backstory and then it goes a couple weeks without doing anything and then another week they add a little bit more into the backstory and Mm -hmm. then like it kind of sprinkles in this more large story arc with a adventure of the week show and it works right like it works so incredibly because well. every episode isn't like that and you yeah. kind of like every time you see a new tidbit you like remember to the last tidbit exactly. and you're like oh shit that's how yeah, yeah yeah and it's just like sometimes you're watching just what seems like a new adventure of the week and then at the end it turns out that somehow it's a puzzle piece to this larger story right um and it kind of adds this continuity but it's also still really light-hearted and um still really engaging each week because you're getting a variety of story. Right. You and never I, know what you're going to get. And I think that that is very similar to Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Like every episode of the anime is like an adventure of the week. And then occasionally they tie it into the larger story. It seems like every five or so episodes, it's like the, you know, the backstory with vicious and Julia 
and kind of like building on that story with Spike and then each week right. kind of like with Spike doing something different. Mm-hmm. And that's like the chief thing that I think that this adaptation does wrong is that they make it so much about his backstory and they make right. it so much about Julia and so much about Vicious. And then like all of the fun of like the adventure of the week is sucked out of the show. Right. And I think that that, like, in my opinion, was the thing where it's not even that I dislike, I do dislike it, but I don't hate it. It's just disappointing. Like, Well, it's just, it gives more time to characters that we don't care about because they're somehow in it. Like, I, every time I saw Julia's mom in the cop husband, I was like, you two are like, I could care <laughs> less about what you have been up to. Yeah. I could honestly care less about what Julia's, like up to it because like it doesn't they're just living in like the suburbs of space or whatever and like i mean i think that the main conflict there is like you know jet wants to spend more time with julia but he's unable to because his you know cowboy job prevents it you know well, uh, but to be fair or to be clear julia's spike's love interest vicious's oh, wife I, what's um uh i don't remember jet's daughter's <laughs> name Oh, that's um fucking is it Keely or Kelly or Okay, that's who I thought that was. Yeah. Also yeah, no, Julia Spike's love interest. I like I don't get any I think the most like character development happened when he was in the simulation with fake Julia. And like I just like put so much of that onto her because like that's all like that's the longest time that I really spent with her. But yeah. that wasn't even her. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like that's I think I don't know if that would bother everybody, but to me, like, the, it just seems like such a Hollywood thing to do, to be yeah. like, we need the big bad guy, like, we can't do an adventure of the week, like, we need a big overarching story. I mean, even, like, The Mandalorian, which, like, Star Wars fans love, like, mm-hmm. that, it, it does a really good job of being, like, each week's kind of different, but there's a large story that ties yeah. in to the lore of the story. And it's like, I don't understand why they felt, because I've originally, like, it's clear at the end of this show that this wasn't going to be it. You know, it wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be it. Um, so it's like, just make it, I don't know if you want the show to go on for longer, make it more interesting, slow the story down. Right. Because, like I'm left at the end of this. Like, I don't want to fucking see any more about vicious. Like he should have died. Like, Wait, if you're gonna, dude, I like the ending sucked ass. <laughs> I thought the ending, they tied everything up. I had, I had no idea. Cause like, I mean, vicious was like, Julia was like, Oh, we'll try again every single day. So like, logically vicious will be shot in the head within like the next seven days yeah and but like, like again it's like you're tying somebody up just so they can break free yeah that's <laughs> okay <laughs> but i mean and then like spike and jet went their separate ways didn't and like i did that happen at the end of the show like at the end of the okay mm, this i'm playing a dangerous game <laughs> no yeah I don't want to know. I will say it's not it's not similar to what happens at the end of the show because you haven't. Okay. You haven't, Simon hasn't finished the show, but it's not similar to what happens at the end of oh, the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I... It's it's a very different ending. Um, okay. And I would say the anime's ending is a thousand times better. Um, obviously, this wasn't supposed to be the ending of the live action. They're supposed to do more. Um, but I don't like. Again, this is my my like other note I have for a, a dislike of the show is I don't like Julia's character at all. I don't like how they tried to make her into the bad guy at the end and like 
she's like power hungry i felt like that mm-hmm. didn't really like it didn't feel earned to me um and i in the julia in the anime is like a much more neutral character less of this like fiery like power hungry character that's like making yeah all these she's just getting dealings. like thrown around against her will and she just wants to get out yeah i don't know all the shit with vicious and julia i just didn't care for like Every time it cut to them, I found myself like wanting to pick up my phone, which okay, sucks. Okay, ri- wait, riddle me this because I didn't really get this. What is the syndicate? Is the syndicate just like this big evil corporation? And yeah. All they do is evil stuff, and they're just out there to do evil. In my mind, they're the mafia. It's basically okay. the, it's basically the Sopranos. Yeah, it's and this so like criminal like, organiz- yeah, yeah. organized crime organization. So, Simon, let me break this down for you. So like, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, okay. okay, so like vicious is Tony. Yeah okay okay now you're speaking my language yeah, yeah yeah um and then so that would make like spikes like christopher okay and then um, who's julia <laughs> carm carm yeah just like christopher's trying to court carm in the majority of the sopranos yes which one's furio Furia? which one's <laughs> furio is furio Ian or ein however you say yeah. it um and then so like that would make like the elders like the old New York mafia guys who are yeah. like, untouchable. I'm they're a made like, man. Yeah, they're all made men. Yeah. And then Supreme like Tony's like trying to vie for control of the New York New oh, Jersey. Dude, I gotta finish syndicate. the Sopranos. I'm fucking like two seasons left and like I think I you just, finished it. No, I just don't wanna see who's the really old guy again? Really old guy. Yeah, he's like the old Jim? guy that no, not Uncle June. It's like the old guy that still like does stuff, and like Chris, he hates Christopher and like the later ones because Christopher gets promoted and then he's like tossing Christopher around. He's like oh, the oh, really oh, old. Oh, oh, his oh. mom's in a retirement community. Polly, Polly. Uh, I can't Polly stand a fucking see Polly, yeah. and I like hate that guy to the yeah, point in which it is. <laughs> but anyway, moving forward. <laughs> um. Okay. Thank you for clearing up what the syndicate was. Yes, the but... mafia. Yeah, I I understand that. I mean, I don't know if there's any shows that are, like, only Monster of the Week, though. I just don't think that's a genre that people are really looking for. Interested and I, in, yeah. I think that it's, like, this is what's wrong with the binging thing. Yeah, like, exactly. I, yeah. I, don't, I really don't like binging TV, and I really don't. This was made to be binged, though. Like, yeah. Netflix understands they're releasing, like, a, a seven-hour movie, essentially, you know? Yeah. Or five-hour movie. I know, but, like, it, 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 it's not good for them to release something week to week, so they are then not going to make something that's interesting week to week. Yeah. Like, Mandalorian is released week to week. Like, you get a new episode every week. Um, I feel like most shows that are self-contained like that are fine to be released week to week, but these shows that are it's like every episode needs to like draw you into watching the next one. Cause if you stop, you're going to get like, you're going to start watching love Island instead right, or some right. shit like that. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. They're so, something, afraid. They're vying, so afraid. So they, many things vying for your attention. They're like, yeah. okay, if we just give it all to them, then maybe they'll forget about all the other things for a second. Yeah. It's like, if I stop watching cowboy bebop, I might accidentally watch Ted Lasso instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> ted bebop oh i fucking wish he would be a he would be a good member of the crew he would be I like the, so. the klutz he would be like dropping everything 
but then like when it came down to it he's like oh actually i know how to navigate this like asteroid belt perfectly and they're like oh my god ted you dumb american but i don't know i only watched the first episode of that show i love that show um do you have any other uh dislikes any big dislikes that you want to bring to the table before we close this uh close the vault the disney vault um no i really like show it wasn't too corny like Mm -hmm. firefly is kind of i mean firefly is very similar to this i would not be surprised if i was or if i wasn't the first person to um almost say that like a critique uh because all firefly is it's just the same deal it's these people in a spaceship going planet to planet carrying out like bounties essentially like you know these tasks that get assigned by this like you know they, they they always have a task to do um and it's like all these characters and what they do um and firefly is like very very corny um but i'm still able to like enjoy it because yeah. i love i like corniness i think space corniness is the only corniness i can take like irl corniness is cringe but space corniness is cool well, um, I think fire, like what you're describing of Firefly is like my Battlestar Galactica. Like I love Battlestar Galactica, and I, it's a very corny show in some yeah, ways. Yeah, and I think they're both made by like Sci-Fi Channel, so that makes sense. Yeah, no, um, I don't think I have any other dislikes. I, it was really bizarre the one shot in which Jet was going through just that suburban home. I like that was upsetting for me to watch in which he was like walking in because that was just like a fucking home in like bountiful Utah you know what I'm saying and it's like so weird it's like Jet is in it like Jet is like already like all caricatured up to look like he fucking like was you know from space but Mm -hmm. I like I thought that was a very interesting choice but I mean they needed to depict like a what the suburbs looked like in space and like they probably like that was honestly a really effective way to do it but yeah it's um, very odd um the only other dislikes i want to bring up is i thought the actor who played julia also wasn't that great some of her line reading especially like whenever she was kind of evil like i felt that kind of sucked and then yeah the uh, (laughs) i wrote that i'm glad the show got canceled because i don't want to see this depiction of ed ever again oh dude i like the 30 seconds of ed made me want to like punch i was thinking about that that was a very tactical decision for them not to include ed in the show i like I don't think I, that is translatable to live no, action. No, I at think all. any way that you would depict Ed in real life nowadays, like if, seeing the direction they're going, would be very, very offensive. <laughs> because, like, I don't know, Ed is like a really important character in the old one because, yeah. like, he probably made a whole generation of people who thought that they were too eccentric or, like, mm-hmm. you know, just liked technology too much but couldn't like socialize, like, feel like they had a place in a like important group of people which like you know you absolutely do but this just made ed seem like i don't know just like just like annoying annoying kid yeah exactly like ugh. but Um, i don't know it was cool of them to like i don't know it it was i don't know i appreciate it because i was kind of like ed is one of my favorite characters from the old one now i i think it's funny that i i think you you said this to me earlier that ed would have annoyed or ed annoyed you when you were a kid but now you like him and i think that a character like ed would have really annoyed me as a kid but now i like i don't know they did a really good job in my opinion like depicting somebody that is very 
awkward and like you know doesn't pick up on social cues but is also very smart and creative and like able to solve problems or able to think of problems in ways that you know people don't traditionally think of things which i don't know i like that in the old ones but i did too yeah i just i couldn't stand looking at a human version of ed um for even that ending so but anyway <laughs> um as you all know the show got canceled so there's not going to be another season it did yeah oh yeah people That's didn't okay. like it people really didn't like it i don't know what else why. was that main actor in? he was in something else he was like a love interest in like a rom-com tv show that i watched um i mean i looked him up on imdb but i already forgot what he was in i'll let you do you mind if i do it real quick i I know this is annoying to do in real time um you go ahead and look him up and i'm gonna go ahead and give my ending thesis on yeah i'll give it i'll give it a one out of ten um one out of ten Oh, he was the dude in Harold and Kumar. Yes, that's what he's from, which is wild. That's funny as fuck. John Cho, this person has just been fucking killing it. And I'm so, like, he's doing a good job. All right, we're going to give it a rating out of 1 out of 10 vials of red eye. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, this is what I'll say is I sat down to watch, I'd say, our... What we had discussed was we we're going to rewatch some of the anime, then watch at least three episodes or so, like three episodes or so of the live action. Um, we never set out to watch the entire show, but I ended up watching the entire show because I thought it was pretty watchable. And to be honest, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, I did find myself enjoying watching it. it. Again, I have the nitpicks about the directing. The action wasn't as good as it could be. And I didn't really like how they handled the overarching story. But I think that the vibe in general, they did a pretty good job of recreating it as live action. I think about as good as you could do. And I thought it was a pretty good show. Like, I think if you didn't like Cowboy Bebop, you could just watch that and think it's good, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I certainly enjoyed watching all 10 episodes. Um, and I think that it sucks that it got canceled because i think that they could improve on it um so i would say out of 10 vials of red eye i would give it like seven seven vials of red eye do you think there's anything because i watched the whole i like was making my way through cowboy bebop but i certainly wasn't like you know staying up all night to watch it but i like found myself kind of binging this one a little bit more do you think there's anything to be said like psychologically to watch real people is like more like r- real human faces is more enter or not entertaining but more it's easier to keep your attention than watching like an anime because no. I certainly I feel that way a hundred percent like that's why I can watch reality TV endlessly because it's like well, real people Simon, I think you can watch reality TV because it's like the firstly it's not challenging and yeah. secondly it's like uh auxiliary tv if like, you it's miss not, 30 minutes of it it, it does doesn't matter, matter. <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's why i i disagree about being i just like got absolutely sucked into attack on titan recently yeah so i was like very much binging it i think that it's just story like the the cowboy bebop story isn't 
it's not what makes it good isn't the the drama of the story so i think that's not going to suck you in to want to watch another episode because after an episode sometimes you just like you're like i think that was enough and i really like that about it um but i just don't think it's like the original anime is going for bingeability because that Mm -hmm. wasn't a thing like when this was produced that was coming out episodically yeah yeah. yeah. like the only people who were binging it were people who bought the fucking dvds or like went to blockbuster and found a copy eight and a half by 11 like printed out cowboy bebop yeah so i just don't think that's like they're that's what they're trying to do i really i think watching a group of actors committing to these characters was really really compelling to me um which made me continue to watch because it didn't seem like they were afraid to a lot of them um like save julia like julia julia was like i don't know it it seemed like sometimes actors try to embody this like very standoffish character but it comes across as like lazy acting which like i mean i know that this the woman that played julia is a much better actor than i could ever be I'm not trying to say that she did a bad job, but I think that all the what, other what characters... If you thought, what if you thought you were a better actor than her? Yeah, that's like something you're like, <laughs> I should start going after actors on Twitter, and it's just like, <laughs> like redo Interstellar, I'm Matthew. Like, like I could do a better job, just give me a chance. Just, I need one chance, like... <laughs> do you ever see, have you ever seen that thing that ESPN did? Um, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the girl, I think her name's um, Katie something. She was yeah. like a, an anchor on ESPN. And she would find all these dudes who that said they could do a better job, or they would. She would find all these dudes that said that they could kick a field goal, like because like kickers every time they miss a field goal, like like, I could make that. Yeah, Yeah. they're like I could make that. And then she brought them to a field, and she was like, "Do you remember tweeting this? Like, we're gonna make you try." And it was just so funny because they like most of them could come even a fraction of the way like not even close to getting a field goal and that's what you should do to actors <laughs> i know that's i well i don't feel that way i feel like i'm like oh my gosh you guys are so good at this but yeah i really appreciated how much all the actors really really leaned into the source characters um that's hard to do just like i mean that's their job but it's a hard job yeah i I don't know. I was entertained the entire time. I think that if I watched it with somebody, I would be a little bit more embarrassed and probably a little bit more critical of it in real time. But that's kind of mm-hmm. why I like watching TV alone a lot because I, totally. um, you know, it's not fun to just like hate something by yourself, really. No, you turn um, it off. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. If it wasn't for a podcast, you turn it off. But you I'm sim- saying like I I really think I would have just kept watching this because we yeah, didn't have I, to watch all of it. <laughs> no 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 I didn't have to blow off work all day and watch Cowboy Bebop but I did. <laughs> if anyone from my work is listening to this, my name is Michael Pippen. <laughs> That's the fine. other one's Simon. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna give it seven out of ten vials of red eye. We're on the same page. Chain holding club. Is that, is that what you said, seven? I said seven, yeah. Yeah, seven's like, I don't know. I, seven is the, whenever someone asks me to rate something out of ten, I, I feel like seven is like the one that I'm like, I don't hate it enough to give it something too bad. But I yeah. also know that there, I'm, there's shows out there that I would give it ten. But Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, 
I don't know if I was comparing it probably to lower like, like it depends like what field it's in honestly yeah, like it, I, I'm comparing it to the other anime live action things oh yeah like, what do we give is, Ghost in the is... Shell Ghost in the Shell I hope I gave lower than a seven I honestly don't know if we rated it if we did I think we probably gave it below a five I would guess yeah if I was to rate it now like one out of ten uh fingers that split into a bunch of yeah, mini yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. I would give oh. it like fingers that split into many fingers dude that rating system is so good because you can get like fractions in between because it's like (laughs) is it two fingers or is it like two in like but yeah seven out of ten vials of red i'd say yeah i agree dude i think i I I gave like dragon ball like six or some shit like that which is okay real talk Mm mm-hmm do you want to do some red eye with me after this? Dude, I would do red eye so the, hard. Like, I would do red eye just because of like the way that they do it with the little thing that they hold up to their eyes. Like looks so cool, but um, I don't Red Eye is basically what dudes do whenever their team wins a championship of some sort. Yeah, exactly. They, basically, like, they, they take red eye and then the they streets. flood the streets of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't okay they should do a promotion and this would be like problematic probably because like red eye seems like it's kind of like the meth of their universe but like like mountain dew red eye like I that like say, i was gonna say mountain dew code red <laughs> is red eye it's all red eye is you just like spray it in your eyes and then you start acting like that uh but... before we move on i did want to bring up uh, i did ask on instagram if anyone had any thoughts Oh, did um, anyone have thoughts? Yeah, Jan from the Gumpla Stop, former guest of the podcast. We love um, you, Jan, so much. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, Jan. Uh, Jan said that the one thing he disliked about it was that it was canceled, which I wow. agree. It sucks that it got canceled. I, I agree with that, that. I hope that you don't think that we went after it too hard, Jan, because I really do think it's a pretty good show, to be honest. It's definitely yeah, it's... the best thing that I've watched for this miniseries. Easy like, to nitpick, by but like... far. Yeah. The thing is, live-action anime has no reason to be good. It can be gutter trash. Like, there, <laughs> there is no incentive, really, no. I think, from a production standpoint to make it good, because you know you're gonna make your money back, because if the anime is popular enough, people are gonna watch it, you know? Yeah. like, And also, but... like... It is simply an impossible task. Also, it's nice to see people try. Like, yeah. I think, I genuinely think the people, like, writing this are like, okay, let's try to do a good job. And they're like, should we do this? It's like, no, I think it would be better if we did this. You know, like, I, I think that, totally. like, there was a lot of effort that got put into this that shouldn't just be, like, discounted. Like, I think that a lot of other shows might not have, it might have been more of, like, a corporate effort, which, but this one seemed very personal. But, yeah. Yeah. Simon, before we uh, close out this episode, um, yeah, my guy, I was gonna ask if there have is there anything that you've been watching or listening to that you wanted to recommend to the audience, not Cowboy Bebop related. <laughs> Skate three. Um, let me think. This is a good question because I, hmm. The issue is I've been watching a lot of reality TV just because I that's where I am right now in life. Um, and I think, honestly, it. Uh, I mean, I'm like 23 years old and like on I live in the world. So I feel like my attention span a lot of the time is going down and reality TV is a lot of the time the only television that can really um, is able to keep up with no attention span. 
Um, and I mean, I think there's something to be said on that. I'm like, just like kind of feeding, I'm setting myself up for failure. And I find it really hard to pay attention to shows with arcs now. Um, and I'm like seeing this happen to me in real time. And it's frustrating, especially because like, I really used to love playing like video, like campaigns of video games. And I like, I just can't find myself able to set aside even like the eight hours it would take to complete it and it's really upsetting but i think that doing stuff like this in which i'm like making myself pay attention to something um is really important but as far as tv goes oh you know what i started watching i started watching curb your enthusiasm and that show aged fucking horribly, but, like, I never watched Seinfeld before, yeah. but, like, it's, like, and I, because I, I thought, I'm, like, oh, I don't think that type of humor is funny. I don't think Larry David is funny. Like, he, like, appealed to a generation in the 90s, but I'm not that, but Curb is pretty funny, but... Curb's um, funny. I can only watch so many episodes. Abigail, my lovely wife, loves Curb, um, and she... Just this is the funniest. I can watch maybe three, two to three episodes before I need to stop. Yeah, um, I feel like I need it, to take gets, a shower after I watch sometimes. It, it gets a little too cringy. And yeah, I I get a little bit uncomfortable. It's like really because like at the end of the day, you're just watching this like old white dude like live his himself. life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, yeah, but it's a little, it's a lot. Um, um, but as far as video games go, I feel like video games are where I get the most excited about um like new content mm-hmm. and uh i've just been playing a lot of skate 3 i'm getting like so good at it dude <laughs> like i like see past the physics now <laughs> i like i understand skate 3 physics better than i understand real world physics and i've been living in this universe for 23 years and i'm only like just entering the skate 3 universe but like it's i have some tricks i want to show you michael i mean like this is like a personal but like Dude, I think I've, like, invented new tricks that the developers <laughs> didn't have in mind when they made it. I'm not even kidding. They don't even but... know how to score the tricks. Yeah, they're exactly. They're like, how did you do this? But what new, what content have you been consuming in the real world um, um, that you're well, excited about? Very very much like what you were talking about, where you're saying that you were caught in that, like, reality TV safe space. Yeah. I've been, I've been like, really trying over the past year... Firstly, I've disavowed all reality TV show. I won't yeah. even watch it as like if Abigail's watching something, I won't even. You just don't want to be around it. No, I I like completely have pushed that out of my life. Well, was there a time in your life where you're like, "Fuck yeah, reality TV shows"? There was like a, a very short stint where I was watching Love Island. I think yeah. we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, and I was like, I was half watching some stuff Abigail's watching, but. I am complete. I'm trying to stop doing that. And in the same vein, like my version of that is like just playing FIFA yeah. like, with turning my brain off, which I like to do still, or even like just watching like YouTube videos. Or, yeah. Like, oh, like, I've like, I... like watching like Ludwig stream stuff on YouTube where he's no. like not even doing anything. But, I like, think that's how you have sworn off reality TV. I've sworn off like those mindless let's plays because I love love those but yeah. i just like i can't i get i i i just can't um well it's, i still it's very, do but i'm trying not to do like if i'm gonna do something passive i would rather 
do something with my like i want to i have two lego sets and, and some gumbla kits that i need to build and like that i want to build i'd rather do that or like go on a walk or you know <laughs> like to cook something i don't know like i, I want to do passive things that are yeah if i'm gonna sit and watch something i'm trying to make it engaging well dude that's the other wrinkle to my life right now because um the passive thing that i am really really into right now is crocheting and crocheting i you can't really pay attention as much as you need to mm -hmm. wow because you're kind of looking at your hands i mean like i'm not very good but it's just like and i feel because like i get antsy when i'm watching tv now and i need to be doing something while i'm watching tv and then i try to do that and then i stop paying attention but um mm -hmm. anyways what have you been uh so uh things that i've actually been watching and playing um I have still I'm still playing Call of Duty Vanguard, which you have seemed to not been playing as much recently. Yeah, I've fallen off a bit. My PS4 doesn't have the space to download the new update, and <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. Did you download the campaign? Delete the campaign. Oh, that's a good idea. That's probably a yeah, lot of gigs. You, you should, um, but anyway, I've been playing that now too, um, which still I'll only play for about thirty minutes at a time. But it's nice to just like interesting. Play something different. Yeah. Huh. Uh, then I started watching an anime from the early 2000s called Monster. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a completely different style of anime that I've ever watched because it's very much grounded in reality. And it's about a psychological killer um, and a doctor who saves a boy's life. And then this boy um, and this doctor become intertwined and all this different stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. um, and it's incredible. It's very Twin Peaks vibe, okay. but without the, uh, like, ethereal, like, spiritual stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. But very similar kind of tone and very, like, kind of psychological thriller uh, vibes going on. And I love it. I'm, like, 15 episodes in. Cool. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. And other than that... I haven't really been watching anything. I'm watching uh, Attack on Titan week to week, mm -hmm. and then I'm watching World Cup qualifiers for the USA. So that's like all of all of what I've been consuming. Hell yeah! Well, I want to watch. I gotta finish. I have a bunch of things that I need to finish. I think before I can start any new IPs, but I don't know. It's also winter time. And mm. I'm tired a lot after work, but I'm really happy that I just like we committed to this for a little bit. It was like fun to like, I mean, because sometimes it kind of felt like homework, but I was always happy after watching it. It was like yeah. exercise, but I just sat on my couch. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, this is the last episode of this miniseries. I think what we'll do is leading up to the live action Gundam, we'll probably do some more little mini episodes of anime anime irl kind of interspersed uh mm -hmm. within the other seasons um just because there's still a lot of stuff that i want to watch alex also didn't get to watch anything um because they just didn't ever commit to watching anything it's hard because a lot of these it's just like oh you can watch like the their irl movie it's like what's the irl movie based on it's like seven seasons of 98 yeah. episodes <laughs> like... well i know alex has seen a lot of anime and then they were suggesting stuff to me but it was like i hadn't seen the anime so it's like i could watch just the movie yeah but then, like i i don't i'm not comparing it to anything which i guess would be fine 
but it just didn't materialize and i think it's time to stop this because i'm really tired yeah no i want to talk I, about I, gundam Gundam's i had to watch to fucking t- four of these <laughs> <laughs> um and i would say that uh, what i what i learned is that i these are not very good uh no. this, like this this miniseries was fun but um i don't know it it was pretty exhausting. I much prefer just watching Gundam, which I genuinely, genuinely enjoy watching a lot more yeah. than these shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Gundam feels like comfort food now, and like, dude, I'm watching. Know. Yeah, I'm watching Victory Gundam right now, and it is just so nice. It's to just, just like watch it. It's just like I understand it, what's happening, and like, yeah. I kind of I have things to look forward to. And, like, when I see things, I know that other things might happen soon, and that makes me excited. And Yeah, it's it's truly a blessing. So I'm, I'm really happy to be back watching Gundam. So, again, listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us during yeah. this little, little break uh, from Gundam. And we'll be back next week um, with Gundam content. First, how many episodes? Four or twelve? Twelve. Okay. 12 episodes of victory gundam so i can do that watch those episodes baby talking to the listeners not you yeah get uh get into the get into victory gundam anyway failure gundam (laughs) (laughs) that's our parody Gundam is constantly just falling on its face and falling. It's just like a ton of Gundams that are like like robots from the movie Robots. You know that movie? Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. That was a Dude. big deal. Yeah, it was I, a huge deal. I never saw it, but I remember like the marketing was everywhere. Oh my god, Britney Spears' song was in it, and I thought that was so funny. It was like "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," and then like, but like they they coincided that with like actual like robots punching each other. So it was like, it was like it, it was like "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," and like on all of those. That's beats. crazy. Yeah, no, 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 no. And it was like this robot, and he was like punching these other robots, and these other robots, I think, died when when they got punched. They like That's wild. Yeah, they like they they they, they were deceased. That um, reminded me of a question I wanted to ask you. Yeah, what's up, my guy? I was wondering, this kind of coincides with our discussion of, like, not, like, wa- watching more passive things, but is there something that you've been wanting to watch or play for a very long time, but just yes. haven't, and you're yes. kind of just holding on to it as, like, yes. I'll get to this? I have two things, okay? okay yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't know why, but I beat myself up for this constantly. There are two things I want to play. I want to play all the way through Witcher 3, and I want to play all the way through Skyrim. I haven't done any of them. I've seen Skyrim. I'm a little bit less on now because I've, like, been around. I've Mm -hmm. lived in the world, and I feel like I kind of get Skyrim now. But Witcher 3 is this game came out, and, like, CD Projekt Red, say what you will about them. Like, I mean, their workers are probably way fucking overworked. So, like, I don't know. They're not a great company or whatever, and they release stuff that's, like, bugged to hell because there's only so many hours in the day. But um, it when it got released, everybody was like, this is a masterpiece. And from what I've played, it seems like it. But I just like I really want to play all the way through Witcher 3 because there's like all these worlds I haven't been to. And I want to like grind out all of the little side quests and everything. But like, I don't think I'm in a position in my life where I can commit myself to an RPG <laughs> like yeah. that. When I was in high school, I think I could when I was in college. No, I couldn't when I was in college. But maybe I'll just like 
I need to like quit my job and just like <laughs> like just like live on nothing for a little bit and play through Witcher Three. But yeah. how about you? Video game specifically. Video game? I mean, you know what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, Death, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally, I was talking. It's to a Christian meme at this. this point of like Michael. Will Michael yeah. play Death Stranding? It's downloaded. <laughs> it's... it's literally. I've played through like the first two or three hours of it. Yeah. Um, I played through it like almost a month ago. Strand like, like gameplay. Uh, Simon, this is what this is like. Why I stopped playing it? Yeah. I liked it so much. Like I was enjoying it so. You could much like see see the that, the future. Well, it was. I was scared to play it without sharing it with somebody. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I like, and this is like this happens with TV shows and movies sometimes where I like I am starting to like it so much that like, and I love like I relish my alone time. I love watching no, and doing things alone. Dude. But sometimes I like. I get so overwhelmed with experiencing something good by myself yes. that I put it off. And I don't understand. Like, I need to get past it because, like, there's no universe where somebody wants to watch me play a game where you That's walk. not true. I was just, <laughs> invite me over. I love watching, playing video games. For the longest time, all of my friends would never let me play video games with them because they were all single-player video games. And I have, like, grown to love to watch video games. And I love playing video games next to someone and like even if you're swapping controller even if you're not i just like to know that somebody is witnessing what i'm witnessing because like i can point out the tv and say like check this shit out and i don't really care if they like it or not but like i just like i don't know i would love to watch you play death stranding i'll just crochet next to you yeah we'll also do that because i yeah i loved it so much but i just couldn't for some reason like it's a very cinematic game. The music's really incredible. It's a beautiful like setting. It'd just be like and watching I a movie like, for me, dude. Like yeah. I mean, I like I like to say I'm all into video games or whatever, but I'm like not very good at playing them. I like I just like <laughs> being around them. <laughs> just like having them around. <laughs> I just want to be a part of something, you know. <laughs> anyway, I think I've talked about that twice now, but it is like something that's truly haunting me right that's now. That's on you, my guy. You gotta make that happen. <laughs> um anyway i think we should wrap it up for the day this has been a, yep. a g- good episode simon thank you so much for uh watching all of cowboy bebop and talking about it with me of course thank you for watching with me michael i love sharing these with you and the listeners thank you all for listening and we'll be back next week with victory gundam i think yep um if everything goes to plan until then uh see you later space cowboys don't do any red eye uh-uh.